Welcome to a podcast of a sermon delivered at the Unitarian Society of Ridgewood in New Jersey. Our congregation is a place where you will find inspiration in the richness of diverse beliefs and the power of community. Detailed information about the Unitarian Society of Ridgewood is available on our website, uuridgewood.org. This morning, we gather to do the hard work of commemoration. We gather to allow ourselves space to grieve and cry and remember. We do this because we know that the cycles of life hold all of us. None of us will escape this life without the pain of loss. None of us will escape this life without ourselves knowing death. This is what it means to be human. We love, we give our hearts, we lose, we die. We are, as far as we know, the only animals with that deep awareness of our own mortality. And that knowledge is at times a curse, but mainly it is one of the most vital gifts of human existence. It can be hard to allow ourselves to confront that truth and to open ourselves to the suffering that has been ours and that will be ours, and also to the suffering and loss of others. It's hard work, but it is necessary work. Only through confronting this fundamental human truth, learning to see it as part of that cycle of life, can we begin to live with that truth each day in ways that deepen our spirit, make whole our souls, and make our quest for justice stronger. Only through confronting that fundamental truth of human existence can we take away its power to cause fear and anger. And so here we take this day once a year to let ourselves explore our grief head-on, to let ourselves confront the reality of human living and to explore what it all might mean. As we move into our time together today, I encourage you to remember that there is no timetable for grieving. Whether your losses are long ago or fresh, your feelings and your grief will be held here in love. All of us come here with compassion and open hearts, offering to each other the gift of care. So this morning, let yourself feel, let yourself cry, let yourself remember. As you remember, try also to remember the hopes and the dreams of those people you loved, your own hopes and dreams for what can still be, the possibility that is inherent in your living. Mindful of the human truth of death, aware that the cycle will come to us all, we gather together this morning. Every Sunday when we come together here, we make time for silence so that all among us can meditate, breathe deeply, reflect, pray, use the quiet time for whatever makes sense to them. This morning, we are going to breathe together. I will offer some words with silences built in between. And then we will come together into a time for honoring the dead by saying their names and lighting candles, and then we will sing together a hymn of reflection. So first, please settle yourself into your seat. 
as we come into this time. Take a deep breath. If it feels comfortable to close your eyes, do. Let your shoulders relax, your jaw unclench. Breathe deeply and let your body be at rest. We sit here, breathing deeply and slowly, a community of diverse theologies. Some of us sit and breathe, let ourselves be here among our human companions. Others of us address the holy by some name, maybe God or spirit of life or love everlasting. Some of us sit and empty our minds to focus on nothingness. Humanity, love everlasting, nothingness and spirit. We gather with hearts open to our deepest truths of loss. We gather with hearts open to others around this world who share in the common destiny of human pain. We gather with hearts open to the cycle of life that holds us all. This morning, we honor the lives stolen yesterday in Pittsburgh. We long for a time when violence and terror and fear don't compound the griefs we must bear. In silence, we commit ourselves to ever being part of the solution, working for peace and justice and equality and kindness. We also honor all those around this world who are suffering grief those awaiting the imminent death of a loved one, those mourning recent loss, those living daily with violence that steals the potential for life. In the silence, we commit ourselves to being forces of compassion, justice, and love in this world. For a minute last night, I thought, I don't want to go there tomorrow and do that thing. This has been an intense week. Between the bomb scares earlier in the week, the ongoing deaths of our black and brown siblings and our transgender siblings, an imminent loss in my own life, and then the violence yesterday in a house of worship, I was and still am, if I am honest, sad, frightened, and I expect I'm not the only one. But the desire to not come here and do this thing was relatively fleeting because I remembered the work of today. The work of a congregational community that cares for each other. The work of holding our pain together so that we all know we're not alone even when we feel isolated in our grief. 
I remembered the work of being a congregational community of strength that holds together even in the face of attempts to make us and others afraid. And I remembered that all of that hard work is the foundation of a changed world. We cannot change the truth of human living and dying. We cannot, without living a less than full life, change the truth of human pain through loss. Not long ago, I was sitting with my father at the dining room table and we were watching my three children play. And he says, out of nowhere, and although there's nothing wrong with him beyond the need for some hip replacements, he says, I wish I would be here to see who they become when they're all grown up. We live each day with the knowledge that one day death will come. And most of the time we let that knowledge exist as a sort of low-level awareness. Every now and then it rises to the top and we are hit deeply. Many of us live each day with losses that have mellowed, but every now and then they rise up and we are struck anew with grief. But this is the thing I remembered when I thought about this morning. We all experience it. We share in that challenge, no matter our religion or race or nationality or gender or any of it. We share in this. So often it feels like we're the only ones who could ever have felt this kind of pain or known the depth of existential crisis when we consider our own deaths, but we share in that. All humans do. And communities like this one for millennia have been places where that sharing could be made plain and manifest and where songs could be sung and candles lit and grieving done in ways that are constructive and life-giving. Some days I wish our Unitarian Universalist faith gave us dogma and creed. Some days I wish that it handed us a sure belief in the afterlife. Someone I love is dying and I wish I felt certain I would see her again. I wish I could wholeheartedly envision her and her husband reuniting in some beautiful place of eternal peace. But those wishes are usually fleeting because I am actually grateful every day for our religious tradition that does not give us any creeds and that lets us, as painful as it can be sometimes, stumble around in the mystery learning for ourselves what makes sense to us. Some of us believe in a heaven, others in the physics principle that energy can't die, just change shape. Others in the life cycle that takes our bodies and turns them into soil that feeds plants that create oxygen, that give life to new mammals that die, and enrich soil that feeds flowers, and on and on. We all have different beliefs, but I think all of us know that in truth it is unknown to us. And I think most of us believe, as our readings and song this morning expressed, that there is something that exists alongside that sometimes painful uncertainty. What exists alongside it is the assuredness of the everlasting nature of loving. That although our bodies may die, something is more eternal than death, and that is the love that is given and received in a lifetime. 
That love has a power beyond what we can possibly fathom. And we see it. We see it and we remember that love every day in our own living. We see it in the natural world around us, the stars in the sky, the smells and sounds that bring back the dead in our memories of shared loving. We believe that that love, that love that holds us through death and beyond fear, is best cultivated in community. That here, together, we learn the lessons of loving. We make mistakes. We falter. But ultimately, here, we are working together on what it means to be compassionate and to hold each other as that unfathomable love holds us all. It isn't easy work. But it is vital work, because we can't change those fundamental truths about life and death. But we can remind ourselves that there are other fundamental truths about care and compassion that help make those first ones bearable. When we work in communities like this to cultivate resilient hearts and grateful spirits, We can help to shift a world that is so rife with fear and violence and terror. I am acutely aware this morning, as I'm sure you all are, that there are Jewish families waking up today without children, without parents, without loved ones, lost to violence and hatred and fear that has such deep roots in this nation. So many days out of the week, the news is heart-wrenching, and it is discouraging more days than that. But I truly believe, or I wouldn't be called to the work I am called to, I truly believe that we can actually make a difference. And I truly believe that every time someone begins to live their life with more love and compassion, it shifts the balance. Every time someone is welcomed into a community like this one that embraces them as they are and loves them, mistakes and pain and all, we are shifting the balance. And every time we gather, in spite of our fear or our grief or our frustration, we are affirming the power of community. We are affirming the strength of our common human heritage. We are affirming our shared existence. People united in a deep understanding of our shared humanity, of the value of community, and of the power of a community of love is what will change this world. So my moment last night was fleeting. I hope yours was too. And I'm glad you came this morning to let yourself be welcomed, to let yourself feel your pains, And to remember again the strength of this place and its ability to hold you through all the moments of your journey. Together, we can learn to move ahead. Together, we can live the full range of human experience. Together, we can work to change this world with our open and loving hearts.